morning. I'm Riley, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, a program where I speak with nonprofit groups and organizations, finding out how they serve our community and getting updates on current projects. For today's program, I am sharing a recent conversation I had with Saguaro City Music Theater. I am speaking with... I'm Dina DiGiacinto, and I'm the Director of Outreach and Education. And my name is Drew Humphrey, and I'm the Artistic Director of Saguaro City Music Theater. Wonderful. So typically, I take a little dive into backgrounds before I chat with people, but it's a little different this time because Saguaro City Music Theater is quite literally just getting started. So I would like to just start with, tell me what Saguaro City Music Theater is and what you do. Saguaro City Music Theater is a new nonprofit professional musical theater company launching as we speak, mm-hmm. uh, to bring uh, more professional musical theater to the Tucson community. I grew up in Tucson, and because of my uh, involvement in professional theater locally, it inspired me to pursue it as a career, and I moved to New York to pursue it, and was um, uh, was lucky enough to, to achieve a lot of the goals and, and, and dreams that I, I set out to achieve, and feel inspired to come back and, and bring those opportunities back to, to Tucson. I would like to take a moment to delve a little bit into your personal backgrounds with theater for a bit and kind of where it started and how it brought you to Saguaro City Music Theater and doing this nonprofit. Well, I started, um, my love of sort of performing started when I was really young as a dancer and um, grew exponentially when my parents took me to see the Broadway production of A Chorus Line when I was about 13 years old. So that sort of changed my life, just seeing um, that show and hearing other people tell stories that were completely different from mine. Mm-hmm. It was just fascinating. And I started you know, learning about theater, taking theater classes, um, graduated from high school, and went directly to New York City to the American Musical oh, and Dramatic wow. Academy because I really knew that this was exactly what I wanted to do with my life. So um, shortly after graduating, took off uh, doing lots of touring and um, different musicals over Europe, around the United States, and eventually back to New York to Broadway and the Broadway revival of A Chorus Line, which was really, truly a dream come true. Um, And then living in New York over the past 25 years or so, um, getting to work at different theaters across the country and um, performing, transitioning into choreographing, and and then more recently in the last five years to Variety Theater in Mm -hmm. St. Louis, Missouri, um, which was a big gift sort of came into our lives, and I'm sure you'll probably want to talk about that a little bit too, (laughs) Drew, where we got involved with inclusive arts education and just really got a chance to learn how magical and powerful it is to offer access to the arts to kids of all abilities. Mm -hmm. It can really make a huge impact in kids' lives. The same way opportunities like that made a big impact in my Mm -hmm. life, and, and every child should have access to arts education. Over the past few years and wanting to make a transition out of New York, Uh, We sort of ended up back here, and um, we're very excited to bring our experience, uh, what we've learned over the years, and share it with the Tucson community and provide these opportunities to the young people of Tucson. Can you tell me a little bit more about your background? Yeah, so uh, I was born in Ohio, and then in middle school, I moved to Tucson. Uh, My family moved here, and that was a hard transition for me. Mm -hmm. And as a kid, I, I didn't feel like I really fit in a lot of places. And it was in a theater community that I started to feel a sense of belonging, Mm -hmm. a place where I made sense. And um, that that gave me a lot of confidence to to 
you know, find ways to fit in and communicate and, and all of these, you know, skills that you try to build as a kid. And, mm-hmm. and moving forward, uh, I knew that I just wanted to be a part of theater mm-hmm. for my life. And so looked for opportunities. And, and I, I identified really quickly that learning how to dance more uh, and, and focusing on, on my dancing was a way to, to, uh, to make that more realistic and so I, I went to the University of Arizona after I graduated and got a dance degree. And then as soon as I graduated in 2004, uh, yeah, 2004, I moved uh, right to New York City mm-hmm. and started pursuing a career in musical theater and made my Broadway dream happen uh, about six years later and worked at con- uh, you know, uh, theater companies all over the, the country, much like Dina did. And... Uh, in all of that experience, also found my, my way into Variety Theater, which mm-hmm. was offering a very unique uh, integration of professional musical theater with children of all abilities, particularly those with special needs. Mm-hmm. And seeing, seeing how the arts affects all children reminded me of how important it was mm-hmm. to me in making my transition when I moved and, mm-hmm. and finding a place for me to fit in and how it just naturally does that. And realized all of our pro- professional colleagues in New York had similar stories of they didn't have a place mm. that they made sense until they found their way into some sort of arts program or a theatrical community. So we just feel so passionately about it because we know how much it affected us and gave us the opportunities that we got to uh, enjoy in our professional careers. But um, we've seen the effect the effects, the such positive effects that it has on kids, mm-hmm. helping other kids and finding a way to communicate and self-advocate and learning the, the skills of empathy, uh, 21st century skill building that mm-hmm. um, we feel passionately about yeah. and, and know what we can deliver. And we want to bring it here to our Tucson community. So you had mentioned inclusivity and uh, just looking at your website, it's definitely like a prominent focus for your organization. So I'd like to kind of expand upon that and uh, the types of methods that you're going to use to ensure an environment that is, you know, open to any and all. Well, it's interesting, Um, you know, as we've had the experience of working in this realm, as we mentioned in Variety Theater, it's it's important to have, you know, support staff Mm -hmm. and and people who are able to help children that are sort of on different levels of um, participation making sure that they're really able to engage in the programming. But we've really found that we don't really have to do much Mm. in order to allow each kid to participate fully in a theatrical environment. Um, You know, we're we're teaching and um, working on things like singing Mm -hmm. and um, scenes and games and um, some movement and choreography and things like that. And really, each child is able to um, just participate to the full extent that they're able to. And we try to tailor things like choreography to uh, really allow each kid to succeed. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, taking all those different factors into consideration when we're um, designing the curriculum and designing the programming, um, just to make sure that uh, everyone feels successful at the end of the day and really focusing on working together as a team, because um, that's sort of like what theater is all about, mm-hmm. you know working together to get to the finish line, to get to the performance. And so sort of creating a rehearsal-like atmosphere really seems to be effective, and, and it seems to motivate the kids, and, and the kids motivate each other. 
um, and they certainly motivate us, so that's exciting too. <laughs> the thing that was interesting for us when we first got involved in inclusive arts education is we had no formal experience in it. You know, mm -hmm. we had maybe taught master classes at the university level or high school level or, or guest teaching certain um, in, in certain environments, but inclusive arts education seemed very unique and, and different. And but we did have a professional career to with to draw from mm -hmm. as a director, as a choreographer, uh, as a performer. And when we approached the curriculum through the lens of just focusing on professional musical theater, all the things that you need to do to be successful mm -hmm. in that field, that's where the curriculum kind of took care of itself. In professional musical theater, you don't succeed unless you focus on people's gifts and strengths to tell the story. Mm -hmm. And if you just focus on quality storytelling and getting everyone involved in telling the same story with what they have to tell it with, then there is no barrier. There is no boundary. There, is, there isn't much that you have to adapt. It's just you're adapting for different things mm -hmm. than we might in a, you know, in a Broadway show. Um, you're adapting for, you know, for success, mm -hmm. you know, Success is measured by cooperation mm -hmm. in, in all levels of theater, but particularly professional musical theater. Mm -hmm. In a way, it's, it's working with what you got. That's a really simplistic way of putting it. It but really yeah. is. <laughs> right. In, in, in like working with what you got, but, but celebrating what you have. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, you've got a story to tell, and you look around the room, and you get a group of kids together, and really quickly they identify what they can offer, and they identify what another child can offer. And instead of focusing on trying to get every child to do exactly the same thing, mm -hmm. focusing on getting every child to tell exactly the same story becomes the focus. And then the curriculum takes care of itself. It, it becomes less complicated, mm -hmm. at, least, at least for us trying to adapt all of the knowledge that we had in professional theater to an inclusive arts educational arena. That's where it made sense and um, made us only more inspired to be involved with it more because it's that easy. Mm -hmm. And it's been really cool to see from our perspective um, after working with uh, a lot of the same kids for a few years in a row, how positively these programs have impacted their lives, like getting messages from uh, you know, one child who's like, I'm gonna be in my school show this year, I hope you can make it, and you know, just watching them sort of grow in their confidence and their self-advocacy mm -hmm. skills and their social skills. Um, things that really don't have a lot to do with theater necessarily, but translate to having the confidence mm -hmm. to go and try out for their own, you know, um, school shows or community theater shows. You know, it makes me think of um, people always compare it to sports, how, you know, it teaches more than just like how to be athletic. And it's very much the same. You yep. know, you learn so much more than just how to have a stage presence or use your voice mm -hmm. when doing theater. Yeah, theater's a perfect tool for that. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm not sure I would have believed it as wholeheartedly as I do until I was involved with it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, as a, a, a semi-jaded professional performer, <laughs> it was very easy for me to go, theater's not therapy. That is yeah. the opposite of, of anything therapeutic. And then getting to be involved with it on, on that level of seeing how much it really teaches a, a child to walk up to an adult and say, hey... Um, this isn't working well for me. Mm -hmm. Do you think we could change this so um, I'm more successful? Yeah. You know, maybe not in those words, but essentially that's what they're asking yeah. for. They're self-advocating or they're self-advocating on behalf of another child. Mm -hmm. And when you see that empathy and that, that skill being built, 
you see that humanity has the potential of changing for generations mm -hmm. just from reaching that one child. That child is going to be forever changed. The way they look at the world is going to be through another lens of empathy and humanity. And that is something I, you know, it's easy to devote time to. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You're listening to Lifestyle Tucson. I am speaking with Dina DiGiacinto and Drew Humphrey from Saguaro City Music Theater. So you had mentioned, um, well, you just got started. So when did Saguaro Music Theater get its start here in Tucson? Well, it became a, an idea mm -hmm. late last year, mm -hmm. uh, around September, October. We, uh, I started having conversations with um, another professional colleague of mine that had turned into a lawyer. Mm -hmm. um, you sprinkle dust and you go to school for three years and you become a, you become a lawyer. That's what, that's what they tell me. Uh, and started talking about uh, this community I, I came from and, and how beautiful and, and rich it is in, in its arts culture and how there, there could be more opportunity mm -hmm. to offer professional musical theater in this, this, this community. And we, we talked about what the goals would be, how we would want to reach a community, what we would want to offer that's different. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just kept talking and talking and, and um, developed Sora City Music Theater, uh, filed all the necessary mm -hmm. paperwork, and just kind of got all of it rolling. And, uh, and then we, you know, uh, I was finishing up some professional work in Chicago, um, as, was, as was Dina at the beginning of the year. And when, uh, you know, hit the ground running at the beginning of this year to get mm -hmm. our, our board seated and uh, start getting the word out and telling people our story uh, to, to gain community support. Yeah. Understandable. And so I saw on your Facebook page that this summer you will have your very first educational program with the Saguaro City Music Theater, the Clean Slate Audition Prep Course. Uh, so to start off, who will this course be open to? This class is going to be open to um, kids ages 7 to 17 um, from all backgrounds, all abilities, specifically um, kids with special needs mm -hmm. uh, and any kids, really. Um, it's going to be for kids that are just learning about musical theater or kids that have been doing theater for a while and just want to expand their skills, um, kids that are chasing a Broadway dream like we were once upon mm -hmm. a time. Um, we're really uh, planning on tailoring the program to suit everybody's interest levels and um, just experience. So, um, yeah, anybody really in, in that age category that's interested in learning about theater. Wonderful. And yeah, so what we're trying to what what we're trying to do with this program as, as our, our first program to launch is, you know, we have we have no intention nor belief that we could possibly replace all of the wonderful arts programming mm -hmm. pro programming that already exists in Tucson. But to be additive, to give um, maybe some, some children that feel like it's out of reach or they're not sure how to get involved in these local arts programs, to arm them with the confidence and some of the skills needed to feel confident to go mm -hmm. and audition for their school play or uh, sign up for a class in the community. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that's really that's what, how we're going to measure success is, is seeing how many of, of the children that pass through our doors, you know, get all of the growth that we believe they can, but walk away with the confidence to get involved in other arts programming that already exists. And am I correct in seeing that it's tuition free that this course is? It is. We're very, very excited and proud to be able to offer this uh, programming tuition free. And thank you so much to the generous donation of the Couts Family Foundation, who has offered a $50,000 matching opportunity mm -hmm. 
So they are basically allowing us to provide this um, education tuition-free for anyone who enrolls. Um, and it's also a really great time to give if anybody's mm -hmm. interested as the donation will be doubled at the moment, um, any, any amount up till $50,000. And you know, offering it tuition-free is a, that offers like an inclusivity of its own because sometimes there are financial barriers like, you know, yeah. to auditioning or trying to get involved in a theater. It's true. And we really, um, you know, from our experience as children getting um, excited about theater and having opportunities to learn about it, we feel so passionately that every child really deserves a chance mm -hmm. to have access to arts education, and we're so proud to be able to provide that without that barrier of financial. Mm -hmm. We all have a story to tell, and everyone deserves to tell it if they if they want, mm -hmm. you know. And and being able to open our doors is was a really important goal of ours, and we can only do that with community support. And uh, the more community support we have, the more we can build more programming to be able to do that. That mm -hmm. is, that will be our, our goal moving forward to continue to make our programming tuition free to anyone who is interested. So what are the, the dates for the Clean Slate, Clean Slate? Um, Clean course? Slate will start programming on Saturday, July uh, 16th, mm -hmm. and it's gonna run for five Saturdays um, through August 13th. Each uh, session will be two hours. It's split into two age categories. Um, and all of this information is on our website at saguarocity.org. Um, Saguaro with a G. Saguaro okay. with a G, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Wonderful. And where is uh, um, located, the, actually? The programming is going to take place at the Tucson JCC, the Jewish Community okay. Center on River Road. Wonderful. What a beautiful place. It's an incredible much. facility. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're very excited to be working over there. It's exciting just to get to go. <laughs> yeah, sure just is. go visit. <laughs> um, another learning opportunity I saw that is in the works is uh, a class act. And from what I'm kind of, I've gathered is that it's focused on the groups more as opposed to the individuals. So you would tell me a bit more about uh, this one? Sure. Yeah. So this programming uh, will start in the fall, mm -hmm. and it's going to be a, a longer program. This, mm -hmm. this first program is about five weeks to really get kids engaged mm -hmm. and, and ready to come back to, to back-to-school programming. Um, the, the program in the fall is, is going to be a little bit longer form, more focused on group storytelling, focusing more on what we know to be success as, um, you know, giving the children the task of, of telling a, a particular story that involves singing, dancing, and acting, and getting them to think about what their wardrobe might look like, what they think the lights should be, what kind of props you might need, full holistic storytelling, giving them that task, building, building to a conclusion together. Well, and that's kind of wonderful in the fact that there's, I mean, I, I did um, theater in high school. I was in the one act. I played Mrs. Jenkins. <laughs> and, <laughs> but I loved doing behind the scenes stuff a lot. Yeah. I loved helping with costumes and lighting. And, you know, there are people who want to be involved in right. theater, but not necessarily the main character. Right, <laughs> right. And it's, it, it is holistic storytelling. Yeah. It takes everyone to, you know, the, the props designer thinking about how that prop needs to function, mm -hmm. what would make it feel authentic to the time period, um, who's carrying it? What does the actor need? Do they need it? They didn't need to adapt it if um, they are potentially in a, a wheelchair. What do we need to do to successfully tell this story as a group? Um, and getting people to think about all of the things that go into storytelling. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're excited to, to launch that program. Lots of moving parts. Yeah. Um, and so I did notice on your website that you do plan for when the holidays come, later in the year, you want to That's do right. a performance. Um, do you have uh, plans for, like, performances throughout the year, or kind of what's the game plan? We do. Um, 
we definitely wanted to start with launching our educational mm -hmm. programming first, uh, but we are a professional theater company that aims to produce four main stage productions a year. Um, we, are, we are aiming to start this fall with a holiday classic that we will be excited mm -hmm. to announce very shortly. And, uh, and, then, and then move throughout the year. We want a, a year-long footprint mm -hmm. um, in the community. We feel strongly that um, communities deserve their own uh, locally produced musical theater mm -hmm. or art to um, express their identity, put their support behind what they want to see produced. Um, you know, we've worked in Broadway touring companies, and we've seen the value of bringing large main stage shows to different communities. We've also worked in local professional regional theater companies and seen the value of when that community is handed ownership back over, what they, how they want to support it. That community involvement is what we're interested in, um, and we're very excited to, to offer that. Yeah, definitely. So I would like to mention that although Saguaro City Music Theater is a nonprofit here in Tucson, it does uh, stem a little bit from a national organization, am I correct? Uh, Fractured Atlas. And that's, so, yeah. so right now, uh, we, are, we are a project of, of mm -hmm. Fractured Atlas, which is acting as our fiscal sponsor okay. for our not-for-profit status. Um, uh, eventually, we will, we will acquire our own uh, 501c3 mm -hmm. um, certification that will allow us to, to move forward without our parent sponsorship. Okay. Okay. So, so they're just helping you get this first year off the they, ground. They are. It's a, it's, a, it's a long audit process, and um, we've, we've been working with them to, to work as a, as a project of theirs. So they allow us to accept tax-deductible donations okay. um, until we get our own 501c3. And that's um, with, you had mentioned the, the matching. Uh, exactly. Okay. Yes, 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 the matching gift. So, yeah, all donations sort of go through Fractured Atlas, um, but they are supporting Saguaro City Music Theater. Okay, I just wanted yeah. to clarify in Thank case you. people yeah. were yeah. curious. No, absolutely. Yeah, and so, you know, before we start wrapping up, um, what do you really want the community to know about Saguaro City Music Theater? Well, that we want um, their involvement. Mm -hmm. You know, we want there. There are so many ways to get involved uh, with Saguaro City Music Theater. Right now, we're trying to spread the word so mm -hmm. that people know that you know what we're trying to offer, what our mission is, uh, how we're trying to reach, you know, kids and families, and what our goals are for the future. So, spreading the word is one way. Uh, financial support is another. The the our lofty mission um, is can only go as far as community support, and we really. We, we can't and we do not want to go forward without community support because we do believe that we are trying to offer an, an, a professional musical theater identity mm -hmm. to, uh, to the community to, to give them that opportunity to, to support. It's also important to us that while we're providing this inclusive arts education, um, meaning that it, the programming is for everyone, for all kids, that our theater organization, our, our shows, our programming, it's for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, we want everyone to feel like they have access and um, that they can get involved in whatever capacity they would like to, you know? Um, so that it's so that it truly is an inclusive experience for everyone. Something I like to say is that, you know, for a, a, a nonprofit to serve the community, they need the help from the community back. And are there, op like, what are some of the, like, volunteer opportunities available through Suaro City Music Theater? Well, we are, we're definitely building um, our support staff okay. for our summer programming. So that's, there's that. And then also for our fall programming, they're, they're that those 
those things are, are very important. Yeah, volunteers to come and help us um, support the kids as they're learning for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and then moving into our productions, we'll be needing some help with box office and ushers and things like that as well for people who are interested and want to be around theater, but like you mentioned, maybe aren't wanting to be mm-hmm. on stage. Um, we'll probably need some volunteers for backstage as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah, definitely a lot of room for anybody who wants to get involved <laughs> and, and be a part of it and, and be a part of the story. Wonderful. Well, yeah. do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up today? We're so excited to... Uh, to work with Tucson mm-hmm. and uh, and see all of the wonderful stories we can tell together. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who's listening, um, maybe you don't uh, want to come to the educational programs or, or uh, it's not for you, but if you know of anybody else that might want to participate, spread the word. Um, we're really trying to make sure that we reach as many people across the entire Tucson community as possible so that they know about it in case they're interested in, in joining us. All right, and for anything someone needs to know or they have questions where's the best place for them to check out for more information saguarocity.org saguaro with the g saguaro with the g G. wonderful drew and dina thank you so much for this time thank you very much thanks for having us that was Dina DiGiacinto and Drew Humphrey from Saguaro City Music Theater. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson, and I'm Riley. For more information about Saguaro City Music Theater, you can go to saguarocity.org. If you are part of a nonprofit group or organization that would like to be featured in an upcoming episode of our Lifestyle Tucson program, you can reach out to me, Riley, by email, publicaffairs at azlotus.com. That is publicaffairs, all one word, at azlotus.com. For more information about the program or to listen back to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page at mixfm.com, kfma.com, klpx.com, or espntucson.com.